What's up? And welcome to episode 45 of Throwback Hoops. My name is Rob Clayton, and joining me is the FIBA Women's World Cup superfan, Woody V. Woods, how's it going? Great to be here, Robbie. And yeah, it's been, it's been fun, man, going out and watching as many games as I could at the World Cup. But yeah. Definitely. No, looking forward to, to talk about a few of those games. And we should say at the time of recording, it's around 7.40 on Thursday the 29th. So the Opals game will be starting. Hopefully we can finish this just in time and get, get to the game. So we probably won't talk too much about the upcoming game, given that it'll obviously be done by the time this releases. But looking forward to it. So look, just the usual reminders, guys. Um, please, um, you know, like rate and subscribe on YouTube and where all podcasts are found. Um, spread the word and thanks for all your support. All right, Woods, let's get into it as we do every week. Why don't you take us away and tell us uh, what jersey you've got this week? Yeah, sure, man. Why don't you take the viewers through it? Yep. Sounds good. So Woody's standing up wearing a very nice-looking Phoenix, Southeast Phoenix, Mitch Creek jersey. It's the special Looney Tunes one from... A few years ago, Have, haven't seen that jersey before. Woods, it's an awesome yeah, one. It's the one with the Marvin the Martian on it. It's the Looney Tunes jersey. Um, just a little bit about Mitch Creek. Um, yeah, he plays for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, as you know, with, with the jersey. But he began his NBL career with the Adelaide 36ers in 2010. He spent eight years with the team, um, helping them reach a couple of grand finals and 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 one minor premiership. Um, he's he's had all NBL second team honors. Um, went to the Australian Institute of Sport. Had a sip of coffee in the NBA with the Brooklyn Nets, and I think it was at the Boston Celtics for no Minnesota Timberwolves. It was, oh, wasn't it? Minnesota. Yep, yep, that's yeah. right. Um, yep. And yeah, I mean, had a, had a pretty good time at the, at the G League, and you know, we'll get into it later when we do our Southeast Melbourne Phoenix preview. But uh, you know, he's brought along one of his <laughs> friends to join the team, um, originating from from Horsham um, in Victoria. He's just a, a bit of a Swiss Army knife. He can do a bit of everything on the floor. Um, unfortunately, his NBL career, NBA career didn't um, go beyond five games, but he's, he's quality in the, in the NBL, and he's going to be a big part of... Uh, he's got uh, that on the resume forever now, though, doesn't he, Woods? NBA yeah, player yeah. forever. So, sorry, yeah, he does have it on the resume forever, Robbie, but he's actually three-time All-NBL second team and NBL fans MVP in mm -hmm. 2018 as well. So he does have a few accolades in the NBL. He's one of those players that's just... An outstanding NBL player. At least he can say that he's played in the NBA. Um, and you know, this year, as, as, I, as I said earlier, he's going to be vital to the chances of Southeast Melbourne. He's that leader on and off the floor for that team, um, and a great jersey. So yeah, yeah, it is a nice one, isn't it? I've actually got a Mitch Creek one myself, but I don't have the the Looney Tunes one. I've just got kind of the normal one. So yeah. very nice woods. I like that one. Well, look, I'll take us away. So look again, continuing the theme with the the NBA NBL double. So the one hanging behind me is probably a little bit of a clue about which team I might be previewing today. So yeah, I'll just tell you a little bit about the one I'm hanging up. So it's um, uh, none other than a Mark Worthington. Melbourne United jersey, so pretty random one there. So I thought it'd be fitting to hang that one, Woods. He's obviously a player who I really admired throughout his career, not just because he's a fellow West Aussie, but I did really like the way he sort of went about it. Um, Where though played in the NBL from 2005 to 2017. Um, he played for Sydney, Melbourne Tigers, Gold Coast Blaze. Remember them, Woods? Yeah, sure do. Um, and then also Melbourne United. I um, mean, he finished his 335-game career with Cairns. Um, he was also part of the 2008 and 2012 Australian Boomers Olympic team. Um, and perhaps one of those biggest what-ifs for me if he had ever returned for his hometown Wildcats. And there's a bit of a long list of those, you know, sort of yep. 
Perth boys there that never ended up playing for the Wildcats, but you know, nonetheless, a, a great career there. Um, and look, I'll just up and show the one I'm wearing today. A bit of a, a random sort of retro one. I mentioned last week how much I like those old Nike NBA jerseys, so I thought I'd rock another one this week, so I'll just um, stand up and show you that one. And for those who can't see, Robbie's wearing the yellow Reef Sharif Abdul Rahim Atlanta. Not a lot of these jerseys going around, is there? Was you ever seen another uh, one of these? No, no, I haven't actually. Yeah. That's a pretty random one. Yeah, so yeah, look, he's wearing the Hawks retro Nike yellow jersey. Um, this is actually based on Atlanta Hawks jerseys that were worn in 1974. So pretty cool throwback, this one. So a little bit about Reef. Um, played 12 years in the NBA after getting drafted at pick three by Vancouver in the 1996 NBA draft out of California. Woods, love putting you on the spot. Who were the two players drafted ahead of him in that 96 draft? Um, okay. But a little guy and a big guy. Damon Stoudemire? Nah. No, he was the year before. That. No, he was the year before, wasn't it? Um, I'm, I'm waiting for you to give me the answer. Come on, just give me the answer, Woods. Okay. Um, say, say again, what's the clue? Woods, I need the answer. I need the answer. Oh, what's the Alan answer? Iverson. Alan Iverson. <laughs> and... Yeah. Uh, was it Theo Ratliff? No? Uh, uh, Marcus Camby. Marcus Camby, okay, yeah. Marcus Camby, yeah. I like putting him on the spot, you know, I like that. Um, so, look, yeah, he went up. He played for the Hawks, uh, Blazers, and Sacramento. Um, his career was cut short a little bit by knee injury, so he didn't have the longest careers there. Um, he's got a reasonable resume. Um, he's a, a one-time All-Star in 2002 while playing with the Mighty Hawks, I might add. Um, was also an all-rookie team member and, was, of course, a member of the USA Olympic team in Sydney 2000. So I think I saw something yesterday that it was 22 years since Vince Carter um, jumped over a seven-foot Frenchman, Frederick Weiss. So, yeah, I remember seeing Reef back in those games there. Yeah. So um, one surprising stat about uh, Rahim there, Woods, he only played um, one playoff series his entire career. I think it's one of the, the longest sort of droughts without making the playoffs. And that was actually in 2006 at the end of his career with Sacramento, surprisingly. Right. So all those years with the Hawks, they never actually made the playoffs. So um, he's actually the current president of the NBA G League. So he's obviously still pretty relevant there. Um, checking his um, basketball reference boards, he was actually part of a pretty big trade, actually, that um, when the Hawks moved him on. I'm not sure if you remember that. I, it kind of slipped my mind. So... Um, so basically, he was traded by Vancouver along with Jamal Tinsley. I'm not sure if he had his broom that he used in that fight at Malice in the Palace then, to the Atlanta Hawks for Brevin Knight, rest in peace, Lorenzen Wright, and also Pau Gasol. So I'm not sure that wow. the Hawks won that trade, to be completely honest. I wouldn't have mind having seen Pau Gasol in those Hawks uniforms. So um, I did mention last week, didn't I? There hasn't been a bobblehead for a few weeks, so I'm going to change that tonight. So... Here's a nice-looking 2003 Sharif Abdurrahim Atlanta Hawks bobblehead. Been waiting to show oh, that nice, one for a bro. while. So, yeah, so good to get the bobbleheads back going again anyway. So, all right, good stuff, Woods. Um, appreciate the jersey stuff there. So, look, we might get straight into a little bit of talk about the FIBA Women's World Cup. What do you reckon, Woods? So, yeah, let's I do know it, we did call you the super fan. Yeah, we called you the super fan. In fact, let me show you something. Let me show you something. i to sort of throw this to you. All right, what do you got? You got some props. Oh, very nice. Woody's wearing his World Cup Australia 2022 shirt, just for those that are listening to the audio. So a nice shirt there, Woods. And, yeah, why don't you um, tell the viewers, Woods, because you've been out to, what, three three um, days or three? I mean, eight games, games in a lot total. of games now, haven't you? Over those, yep. So eight games total, yeah. So what are your thoughts been about those games so far? Tell us what the experience has been like, and, yeah, tell us your thoughts on that. 
Look, I've loved every minute of it, Robbie. I've watched eight games live, as I told you, and some of the talent on show has just been unreal. And, and just to see the outpouring of support by Sydney siders, it's been really heartwarming. I mean, I've become a huge fan of the women's basketball, um, of women's basketball in general on the back of this, and I'll be watching as much as I can going forward. I'm actually really excited for the WNBL yeah. season to begin shortly. Um, and, and, and a big shout-out, um, you know, to... To you know, basketball Australia for putting on the show that they have. You know, it's been it's been great, and um, mm. just to see the crowds in there has been really, really, really good to see, man. Yeah, it does seem funny hearing it called the Sydney Superdome, doesn't it? When I heard that the other day, I'm like, hang on, is that the old State Sports Centre? But it's one of those deals where they can't use the, the sponsor name, sort of thing. So, of course, that's yep. we know it as Kudos Arena there. So, um, and tell us about that Saturday night, Woods. I know you caught up with um, you know, a great friend of the podcast and our guest last week in Jacinto. How was that? I believe you sort of caught up with a few people and enjoyed yourself there. Yeah, look, it was a it was a Saturday Saturday lunch actually, right, Robbie? Um, okay, we were, yep, we were yep. out at Redfern and yeah, big shout out to Squint for organizing that lunch for, for all of us basketball people to get together. It was a great networking event. I caught up with Mary and Paul from the Shooting the Breeze podcast, you know, um, really nice people and had a really interesting chat with them. Uh, Lorenzo from Throwback awesome. Store, actually L Lorenzo from Throwback Store put together a little um, uh, suite of cards. Uh, for the Opals and he's come up with a prototype awesome. about what the card should look like and he gave us all like a little pack so shout out to Lorenzo for, for doing that for, for all the, the Opals um, uh, in collector's cards um, it was really nice to, to, to chat to him um, Mookie who we know who you know Robbie from doing a lot of work with the NBL1 and uh, a good friend of, of Matt McQuaid friend of the show he's done a lot um, of course yep, for basketball yeah done a lot for basketball in New South Wales and Australia and honestly, he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And we just really hit it off and got along really well. And he's like, we should catch up, um, he, uh, you know, um, w one day, you know, the, the three of us and just have a chat, talk, talk hoops. And finally, the Mills twins were there. Of course, Liz, Liz Mills is a pioneer in what she's done leading the Kenyan national team. Um, you know, the, the only female coach to lead a, a, a men's national team. Um, uh, that's one of her many accolades. So... It's just a great networking event. It was an honor to meet some great people. And once again, huge props to Jacinta for bringing us all together. And um, yeah, it was real fun. Oh, that's awesome to hear, mate. Well, I thought I'd check as well. So as I mentioned, we're sort of, you know, the quarterfinals of, you know, three of the four have been played today. So just wanted to see what your thoughts were on the Opal so far, Wood. So obviously we lost that first game to France yep. there, but ended up topping the pool with a 4-1 record there. So yeah, what are your thoughts being on the Opals in the I mean, five games they played? Unreal. They've been so fun to watch. I mean... They've not got a true point guard, I mean, you can see sometimes that's been a no. bit of a problem, so they've done a little bit by committee, but it's worked, and, and that win against Canada was, was so much fun to watch, I know you watched that as well, and... Um, um, that was a great game, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was amazing, man, and uh, the one thing, Beck Allen had that serious rib injury, but it looks like she'll suit up, in fact, I just saw on the TV tonight, in the locker room, she's suiting up tonight for the quarterfinal, and uh, she's she a serious, a oh, yeah, great. she's a serious hooper, man, you know, and having her back today against yeah, Belgium is going to be awesome, so, yeah, no, nah, really, really um, no, happy that she's great. back, and um, it is my birthday tomorrow, and the best birthday present I could possibly get was would be for Australia to win um, uh today and, and then t tomorrow even to get to the gold medal game. I know you and me are going out to that mm. uh, doubleheader bronze and gold medal game on uh, on Saturday. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to say, actually, yeah, we're obviously sort of going out there and I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, you know, you've been there sort of three separate times now, but yep. yeah, I'm just crossing everything that obviously the Opals went tonight because I'd, I'd be gutted if I went Saturday and wasn't able to see them. But yeah, like you said, hopefully they do the business over Belgium tonight and we saw that um, China got up against France, so uh, that would be the opponent for whoever yeah. wins that And game, then USA so. versus Canada um, and the other side of the draw, right? So... Um, you, yeah, you USA struggled a little bit earlier against Serbia, didn't they, tonight? Yeah. Um, Serbia's looked pretty good. Serbia looked pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's certainly a good sort of crowd they have there and everything as well. So, um, well, look, give us a tip, Woods. I mean, is there, is there anyone that's a chance of upsetting the US or is it just a formality that they win it? It's a formality, man. You know, I'd like to think yeah. that our, our Opals have a chance, but they'd have to be un- mm. unbelievable and, and the USA would have to have a very bad day for for uh, anything to happen. But, I mean, I'd still like to see that gold medal game between the Opals and, and USA. Um, you know, when, when the pressure's on in a, in a game and there's a lot at stake, sometimes the pressure can get to the, the best of anybody. So um, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking it's going to be a um, Canada-China bronze medal game and a USA-Australia gold medal Ooh, game. So you think we're... So you think we'll beat Belgium and then we'll go on to beat China on tomorrow night, right? That's okay. exactly what I'm thinking. And that's pretty um, pretty big to back up, isn't it? So quarterfinal tonight, semifinal tomorrow, and then obviously the, the medal sort of games on yeah. Saturday. So it'll be a little bit of survival of the fittest yeah. now, which teams can use their... But brother, it's been the same like for that. all teams. And, you know, everyone's been playing games back-to-back yeah. day-to-day. So it's not like it's different for any of these teams. There's 12 teams that have been going at it hard for the last, you know, yeah. week and a half. So, I mean, it's fair for everyone, Yeah. No, good point, good point. Well, appreciate that, Woods. Yeah, we'll certainly give a bit of a you know a final wrap-up next week of how yeah, the, you know, the games ended yeah. up there. And look, fingers crossed the Opals obviously get there and, and do some damage in those games there. So, sure thing, all right, good stuff. Well, we might move on to our, our final two NBL team previews, Woods. We actually timed this pretty well, didn't we? We've got two teams to go, and the season starts in two days. So we'll get those out now. And look, for those that have been regularly watching, they'll know we have sort of haven't done the, the two Melbourne teams yet. So, yeah, Woody's going to put up the... The, um, the roster, the depth chart there for Melbourne United. So, look, I'll take us away with that, Woods. Um, yep. I guess just for me, um, very, very different team this season, isn't it, with United losing their three talented Aussies, um, two of them, of course, to the NBA in, in Delhi and Jack White. Um, look, they finished on top of the ladder for the second year in a row last year with a 20-8 and eight record before being absolutely shocked um, by the Jack Jumpers in the semifinals. So, look, I think my overall thoughts on this team, Woody, um, this season, it's a little bit guarded. I think it will um, depend on a lot of these new additions and how they how well they can actually mesh together. Um, obviously, that season-ending season injury to Ariel Huckporty was a real shame, wasn't it? Um, it was, I man. think most people were really excited to see how he would perform in year two. So, um, yeah, it's interesting when you look at the team. I mean, in terms of – we'll go through the, the depth chart now, but it's really only two sort of key or core players that are returning, actually, in Golding and Shea Illy there. You know, you've got – you know. Pete Ling and, and you know, Newley and, and Barlow sort of returning back, but it's really only those two core players. So, look, the, the main new players there are um, Ray John Tucker, who put a little bit of a target on his back there yeah, by he saying did. he's the, the best import in the NBL, which I don't I don't mind the guy's confidence saying that. What's he going to say? What else is he going to say? He's backing it up now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we don't know how that question was asked. It was probably like, are you the best? And he probably said yes, and now it's like a headline that, you know, Tucker said he's the best sort of thing. Um, Jordan Caroline, so... 
I'm wondering what's how long it'll take the United home um, the home games there for them to play that sweet Caroline song. I think it's by Neil Diamond. I'm not uh, yeah, it's by Neil Diamond. Fan of that genre of music, but yeah. it is. Yeah, I reckon they'll be playing that. Um, obvious um, Xavier uh, Rathan Mays, um, you know, who was with the Hawks last year. How do you say? Um, Isaac Humphries is certainly going to be a crucial player. Uh, well, I don't know. They change it every game. So Rathan Mays, Rathan Mays, you can just pick whatever you want on the day there. Right. Even even Coach Jacob Jacomas wasn't really totally able to confirm that. Yep. Was it? So they just call him X. So we'll just run with X anyway. Um, so Isaac Humphries is obviously the real big sort of signing there. Um, really talented player. We know he's um, you know played some games with our Hawks there, um, Atlanta Hawks back in the day. So and look, the rest of the players there, are, you know, I'm not going to go through all of those. You know, they've signed you know Maliwak, who was you know pretty good for the Darwin Salties last year. Um, you know, a couple of sort of you know DP type players and players that played in the NBL one. So. In terms of that depth chart there, Wood, so obviously the the point guard sort of position, um, we've got X there at point guard. I'm not sure if you'll totally play that the whole time, but obviously Shea Illy, um, sort of the, you know, Chris Golding, the returning um, player, starting shooting guard there. Um, the small forward position worries me on this team. Obviously, we've got Rage on Tucker, but if the backup to him is is newly, I'm a little bit concerned about that, to be honest. Um, power forward, we've got... Um, Sweet Caroline, uh, Mason Peatling, and an old man Dave Barlow. Well, he retired. He retired, and then he he, he, he did he, for he like turned, about a day. And he, he turned it around. And he threw and down a big around. dunk at the Blitz, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and then at the centre position, we've got you know Isaac Humphries, who I mentioned, and, and Okawara there. So um, I don't know. Would you can take that down if you want? I'll talk a little bit more about it. So um, look, in terms of my thoughts there on United, um, look, probably sitting on the fence a little bit. I reckon they might sort of finish maybe between third and six. So you know maybe about 50-50 to make the playoffs. I would have thought. Um, certainly be watching this team with interest. In terms of we've sort of gone through and given a bit of a a fantasy start and a fantasy sleeper there, Wood. So I'll have to say Rage on Tucker for the fantasy start. Um, you know, he's the best import in the in the NBL after all. Um, look, I found the sleeper a little bit tough on this one. I'm going to say Maliwak, um, just sort of noting the team's lack of depth at the three and the four position. He was a pretty exciting player for the for the Salties in the NBL one last year. Threw down that just ridiculous dunk that was literally yep. getting shown all around the world, that one there. So, yeah, looking forward to see how he goes there. So... Yeah, I guess that's my thoughts on on United there, Woods. Um, just, just, I don't know. What, give us a quick thought on how you think they'll go. Honestly, man, like there's not a lot of depth in that team, and obviously with Huck Porty getting injured now, right? Mm-hmm. You've got Isaac Humphries at centre, yeah. whose whose um, injury history is is very dicey. You you don't know how fit it's he's going to be yeah. this year. Then you've got David Okuera as the backup centre. They need to go out and get a big man, man. Yeah. They really do. Um, you can't rely mm-hmm. on on that. And you look at Zach Triplett and Brad Newley and David Barlow. I mean, I am absolutely not convinced by this team, man. And a lot of people are high on them. Yeah. I don't know why, because I think yeah. they're really going to struggle to even make that top six this year. Yeah. Maybe I'm I'm going to get berated for saying that, but, you know, this is my thoughts, yeah? No, well, certainly lost, you know, a lot of their talented players. They're, they're, of course, the team with the longest playoff streak at the moment as well. Yep. So that could potentially be in a little bit of jeopardy this season. But, yeah, nice one. Well, that's, what, yeah, my take on United there. Why don't you take us away with the South East preview there, Woods, and that'll sort of wrap up our, our team previews. Yeah, sure. Just bring it up on the screen there. You can see that, Robbie? I can see it well, mate. Okay, terrific. So, yeah, um, South East Melbourne Phoenix, I'll quickly, for the people who can't see, go through the roster for the year. So returning, uh, we've got Coach Simon Mitchell, uh, Mitch Creek, Ryan Brokoff, Carl Adnan, Dane Pinnow. Uh, Ruben Tarangi, Owen Owen Foxwell as a DP, and Toby Smith-Milner 
um, who who uh, had a really good um, Asia Cup, right? As you know, he was in the starting five, Robbie, um, the All Star five. Yep. And and Joe Chi was just announced. Uh, um, a couple of days ago, as coming back, so it's a huge scoop for them to have Joshi back. I knew we got Alan Williams, um, friend of Mitch Creek from from the G League, uh, Gary Brown from Puerto Rico, Trey Kell, who's who's got you know uh, a lot of believers and and uh, he comes with a great pedigree. Junior Medud, who's really impressed um, in in the in the Blitz, um, and yep. and then a few few other DP players, right? So the depth chart as it stands, it's. Uh, Brown, Adnam, and Foxwell at the point guard position. Kell and Madut at shooting guard. Brokoff and Tarangi at small forward. Creek um, and Anti Savic, who, who who looks good as well, man. You saw him in, in the blitz a little bit. This guy doesn't. He's a yeah. bit of a stretch four. Yeah. Likes to shoot the three. And you got Joe Chi, Alan Williams, who might slide up to the four, obviously, and 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 Dane Pinnow, um, who who's had an injury riddled time in the NBL, you know, since um, that big mm. year that he had. So hopefully we can see him. Um, fit and ready to go. So I'll be quick, quickly go through my thoughts. Gary Brown, floor general, right? And, and we've spoken about on this show before, mm-hmm. Robbie. They've had Robertson, they've had Sykes in the past. You know, score for first point guards. So let's see how they go with an experienced yeah. vet. You know, this Puerto Rican, he's played all around the world um, and he, he, he's going to be able to set up his teammates and, and, and get them into their sets nicely. So this is a kind of different... Um, um, different type of point guard they got on the team, and let's just see how the others, uh, Mitch Creek, Ryan Brokoff, um, you know, play alongside a, a, a pass first point guard, right? Um, and speaking of Mitch Creek wearing yeah. his jersey today, he lead that team, and he and he he's brought his G League teammate and friend Alan Williams along, as I said, who we've already seen in the preseason. And I'm I'm telling you, Robbie, right now, he could lead the league in rebounds. He's an absolute beast on the glass, right? Mm-hmm. But provided one he thing. He could also lead the league in fouls. Yes, as well. exactly. He took the words out of my mouth, man. You know, these guys yeah. come, they come from the, uh, America and they, and they don't know how the, the FIBA rules are officiated and they struggle with fouls, right? And that's the one thing here on like what Brandon Clark they had last year. Was it Brandon Clark? Southeast, uh, what's his name? Um, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's Brandon. It's not Clark. It's yeah, Brandon, yeah, Brandon yeah, Clark from Philly, right? But yeah, anyway, you know, he was a foul-prone <laughs> big man. You know what I mean? And they've got yeah. another foul-prone big man this year. So the thing is about him staying mm-hmm. in the game because we saw him get fouled out quite quickly in the um, in the blitz, right? Um, and look, they, they lacked a bit of size, to be fair. Until we heard this week of, of Joe Cheek coming, you had Alan Williams at 6'7", 6'8". You had Dane Pinar. You know, they didn't really have a, 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 a genuine big in there. So having Joe Chi is going to be good. Um, yeah, and, and, and Junior... Brandon Ashley. Brandon Ashley there, Woods. Brandon Ashley. Sorry, my bad. I always confuse him and Brandon Clark from Memphis, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, Junior Madut, sleep. Uh, you know, this guy, he really, really impressed me um, in, in, the, uh, yeah. in the Blitz, man. This guy can come off the bench and he can light it up. Um, you know, he can, he can shoot. Uh, off the dribble, he can catch and shoot. Um, and and while we're while we're going down that path, he's my fantasy sleeper. You know, he's not worth a lot. And if you looked at that that depth chart that I just brought up, you know, he's he's second of uh, as shooting guard off the bench. So he he could play some significant minutes. Um, and he's my fantasy sleeper. And my my fantasy start is going to be Mitch Creek, man. He's going to Swiss Army knife. Going to do a bit of everything. Yeah, he's the guy, right? And, I think I summed it up pretty well, though, Robbie. But I'm going to say, Woods, I'm actually really high on this team. I saw yeah. the overs and unders for, for them today for South East Melbourne. That was like 12, 11 and a half yeah. or 12 or something. I think they'll go well over that. I, I like this roster a lot more than United that I spoke about yeah. before. They're huge. I mean, look at that that front line there with Joe Chi, Williams, and then even Dane Pinnow. If he can stay healthy, he'll be great. I, 
I do like this team. I think they could cause a little bit of damage. Obviously, we want to see how the you know yeah. how they go with the imports there. Um, that'll be sort of the big test for them. But yeah, quite like what I'm seeing so far with this. I'm this not game. as high as you. You know, I think they'll make the top six, but not the mm. top four. Um, I think that's about right. Yeah. Overs and unders. What do you say? Twelve point five. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they went 16 or 17. So Ooh, I've okay. got it making the Ooh. top four. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. Mm. I mean, mm. if the injury broke off, if, he, if he's going to stay fit, um, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe you're right. Um, and I think having Joe Chi is going to change everything, right? So, yeah. Huge, isn't it? Someone that knows that system, that knows yeah. the league well and that. It's interesting, isn't it? I wonder if he was, like, trying to get another offer because obviously... Well, United, the, United the nearly got him. coming out that there was... United nearly yeah, got him. Okay. Did you know that? Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and he's, he's not going to be here for a few weeks either, I heard, right? Yeah, so he's going to miss the first couple of rounds. Week three or something? Yeah, I think mid October. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, good stuff. Well, appreciate that, Woods. Um, good sort of preview there. And yeah, that takes us to the end of the, the 10 team previews there. So, of course, as I mentioned, we're recording on the Thursday night. So we're about four or less than 48 hours away now, Woods, from the the first game on Saturday night there. So I thought maybe you could bring up the slides there and we might just quickly go through those. So maybe I'll read them out, Woods, and you can just give us a quick yep. thought. So okay. starting off um, with a double header on Saturday. So we've got Southeast Melbourne, who we just talked about against Tasmania. Um, your thoughts on that, Kane? Southeast Melbourne sh- should take that. They're playing at home. Um, I'm, I'm not overly convinced about this Jack Jumpers team, right? Um, so I'm mm. going to go Southeast Melbourne. I mean, they don't have Joe Chi yet, but at home, I think they should get the job done at John Kane. Yeah, and then we've um, we've got the big game, don't we? After that, I know you'll be keen to watch that when we finish up with um, watching that yeah, gold medal game on Saturday. So we've got Illawarra taking on the, can, the championship winning Sydney Kings. Well, well, the the gold medal game finishes around seven thirty. We can't go to the pub afterwards, eh? We've got to go home, right? No, nah, I think it starts at four thirty, so that'll be done by about six thirty. So oh. plenty of time to, to get home in time. For oh that. yes, so, it, yeah. it does. It finishes at six thirty. Okay, yeah. 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 Hey, Woods, I've got to ask again as well. We're getting a big delay here. Is your wife on, on Netflix tonight or what is it no, she's watching tonight she's that's causing your internet to, to play up? My internet's no, good. She, you said that twice already and then you'll report back and say, oh, yeah, actually she was. So, nah. yeah, not sure what's going on there. So, apologies. There's a little bit of a delay between us tonight, guys. But all good. Um, look, I'll go through the next game. It's um, the early tip-off on Sunday afternoon, Melbourne United against New Zealand. So, um, of course, New Zealand's on the road like they've been for about the last year. So, yeah, I'll say United to win that one. Not overly convincing, convinced about that one. Um, look, not just saying this because I'm a Wildcats tragic there, but really looking forward to this game. Four o'clock on Sunday, we've got Perth Wildcats against the much improved Brisbane Bullets there. And of course, we get to see Aaron Baines and, and, and Tyler Johnson there. So looking forward to that. What are your thoughts on that one, Woods? Do you think Perth will be good at home or do you see Brisbane pulling an upset? Yeah, I'm not too... I mean, everyone's really high on Brisbane, but they don't have any depth, man, if you look at that team, right? Um, I think Perth are going to be really good yeah. this year. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think they'll get then, the job done. Yeah. And then for obviously those that are in um, New South Wales and I'm not sure what other states, but I know we've got one. We've got a public holiday on Monday. So um, Tasmania taking on Cairns. And now I think Cairns over and under was about seven for the season awards. So they're projected to have a really poor season there. So what are your thoughts? I know you're a bit of a, a Cairns, um, you know, it's your second team there, but can you see Cairns getting an upset or you think yeah. Tasmania hey, at home? Hell yeah, I'm going Cairns on that one. Okay, interesting. Well, it's certainly one that they could pull an upset. I mean, so Tasmania is the only team with the double this week, right? So, yeah, it'll be interesting to sort of see what happens with that. But, no, good stuff. So, yeah, as we said, round one, just less than 48 hours away. And, yeah, really looking forward to for the games to begin. Adelaide's obviously travelling. Good stuff, Woods. Adelaide's obviously travelling to the USA, right? So, yeah. Of course, yeah. I believe those games are going to be on KO Freebies. I think I don't think they're on ESPN. But, yeah, it'd be great to sort of watch those. I think... Um, 
Antonius Cleveland's basically said that they're going over and they intend to, to win one of those games, right? So he's obviously sort of putting a bit of bit of pressure on the team. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, you know, we've seen some of these NBL teams go over there and have some close games, and we've also seen a few thumpings over the years. So it be interesting, obviously, you know, they're a little bit more, you know, obviously, you know, in sort of uh, season form now than what some of these NBA teams are like. So uh, good stuff, Woods. Well, Look, I guess that's the end of our sort of NBL sort of uh, part for the show. We might just do a couple of quick hits, um, Wood, just to sort of take us through some stuff there. So there's been a bit of uh, news in the NBA this week out of um, you know Boston and Phoenix. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't actually involve any players there. So why don't you talk to us um, about the situation in Boston there, Woods, with uh, with Udoka and your thoughts on that? Udoka has Nia Long at home, man. What's he doing? <laughs> so well, he doesn't now. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah. Well, the, the, the news out of Boston is he's had a an affair with a staff member um, and what I'm hearing and look I'm just going to be completely transparent I don't know everything that went on but what I'm hearing is initially it was a consensual relationship um, but then he started making unwanted advances towards this woman after the relationship was fizzling out yeah. um, I don't know as I said don't know all the details I don't want to you know comment here but um, Boston they don't need this in the lead up to the season after the great run they had last year we've just found out that Gallinari is out for the year the Time Lord's out for half the year now Udoka is out for the whole season it's not what they wanted you know Robert Williams is injured Robert Williams is injured are you serious <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yes. absolutely shocked about that wow but um, yeah look it's it's tough isn't it you know they had everything sort of you know they recruited well in the off season there um, I'm a little bit like you Woods a little bit reserving judgement when the news first came out I'm like are you kidding me and it sounded a little bit you know a little bit harsh for you, Doka, but yeah, there's definitely, I think, a little bit more than meets the eye with this story and then obviously the, the things that prompted this investigation there internally with the Celtics. So I guess final one on that, Woods, do you think Udoka will be back or have we seen the last of him coaching the Celtics? That's it. And he's going to find it hard to get Mind another job. He's going to find it hard to get another job as a head coach mm. in the NBA. I think this is, yeah. this is not good. It's just, yeah. Yeah. No, it's certainly big news and not what the Celtics needed. So, and look, I guess a little bit with the the Robert Sarver situation in Phoenix, we won't go too much into that one, but obviously everyone sort of, you know, heard the reports that, you know, there's there's been an investigation going on by the league and they've interviewed, you know, a number of sort of, you know, current and former employees of the Suns team there. And look, I guess just in my mind, he just sounds like another one of these just rich, entitled, you know, people that just think they can just treat people however they want their wood. So I think the news has come out now, obviously he is suspended for the season, but he is going to be looking to sell the team. So yep. I believe he's like maybe a 30 to 40% owner of the team there. So he is the majority owner, but so it'll be interesting to see whether he basically, I think there's a clause there that he can basically choose to sell the team or whether, you know, they'll potentially buy his stake out there. But yeah, I think it's, I think this has been happening in American sports for too long. It's kind of the you know the rich white you know privileged owner there that's had everything their own way pretty much their whole life and you know they just don't know how to sort of treat people and some of the things that came out in that report there the way you know the way he sort of treats women and you know sort of just people of color and other stuff like that there's just no place for it in in 2022 so i'm glad that the league came down look i think there was a little bit of pressure wasn't there i think um i think some of the players weren't happy about the the suspension, the fact he'd be back. I heard reports that Steph Curry basically got on the phone to, to Adam Silver and voiced his displeasure and, and that of other players there. So, yeah, I think the decision's kind of just been taken out now. And I know a lot of the sponsors were going to pull out as well, weren't they, if he was yep. to continue there. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think both of those teams, you know, certainly both um, would be considered contenders in the East and the West, respectively there. So certainly not what you want, isn't it? You know, less than a month out with the season starting there to have 
like I said, you know, all this big news now, it's not really involving any actual players. So, yeah, very interesting to see what will end up happening there. But, um, look, in terms of Saba, so you probably just need to sell his stake in the team then head to the retirement home with a bit of grace, I would have thought. So, you know, enjoy that weather in Phoenix and, and give that ownership to someone that's actually going to, you know, treat people like human beings. So, all right, well said, Woods. Um, well, look, the next part here, we've been getting a lot of requests these last few weeks, haven't we? Everyone's like, where's Classic Packs? We've been missing Classic Packs. So... I believe Classic Packs is back right this week, Woods. Is that it's been weeks, right man. It's been weeks. It has so been, I've, yeah. I've got the 92-93 Fleers today, Robbie. Lovely. And um, Nice shiny-looking pack. Very good. I thought, let, let's, I mean, you're, I'll you're, see if I'm still in form with guessing these players. It's been such a while now. I'll make sure I'm still in my A game here. Exactly, buddy. Let's just see, uh, after a, a bit of a break, if you've still got, a, got, got, got the good old Midas touch, let's say, right? You can hear how crisp that pack sounds when you open it. I like the sound of that. Okay. We've talked about this guy as, uh, I think, 1988 Olympian. Okay. Played previously for the Hornets and then for the Spurs. Number seven. Uh, J.R. Reed. Talking about J.R. Reed. Ooh, I haven't lost my touch. Nice. Nice. I'm loving those Denver Nuggets jerseys in that. In that shot as well. Lovely. Okay. Um, at the Portland Trailblazers, we had Duck and... Who? Oh, Buck Williams. Oh, sorry. Buck Williams. Yes, but not Buck Williams. Same name. But this guy played... Uh, Buck Johnson. Buck Johnson. Yes. Nice. Nice. That's a nice little hook shot he's doing there. Mate, I'm two for two. I'm liking this so far. These are pretty nice cards as well, weren't they? They were the kind of the fancy Fleer ones they put out of that year. They had the normal Fleer ones and the Fleer Ultra ones. This is controversial that I'm going to say this, but shout out to Stewie because he did his um, special on on this particular draft, Stewie and Nate, on the sport blokes. And uh, mm, he's the first round pick 17 in the, I think it was the 90... One of the 1991, 90 draft, maybe. And he probably murdered his girlfriend. Mm. He's from the Phoenix Suns. I'm blanking on that one. Give me a, play, give me a jersey number. Z, jersey number zero. And he probably... Um, that's, remember, a, that's a big claim. I can't actually remember who that is. I did listen to the, the draft. Jared Mustafa. I'm blanking on that one there. Ah, oh, yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, he had an interesting short career, didn't he? And that's probably probably the reason why, right? Yep. Mm, interesting one. No, I wouldn't yeah, have got that then, one. Yeah, he didn't want his girlfriend to have that baby and whatnot, and um, he tried to pay her off and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I do remember that story there. now. That's right. terrible, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible, man. Okay, this is a guy that whose name I haven't heard in a while, okay? Um he shares the same name as Skip Tamailu, and he played the guard forward position, and he was a New Jersey Nets. All right? Same Derek first name. Alston. Oh, sorry. My bad. Derek Alston? I got it completely wrong. Factoring in the delay with your internet? I got it completely wrong. That's the wrong clue. His first name is that of a Ninja Turtle, the Red Ninja Turtle. Mate, never, never gone into the Ninja Turtles myself. Hey, um, Raphael Addison. Um, wow. Wow. Do you um, know that I is? don't even know if I remember that guy there, Woods. Nah. Don't know much about him at all. Interesting. 
Okay, this is a guy I've never heard of, and if you've heard of him, I'm really surprised. I can't give you any clues. His name is Lance Blanks. Oh, I remember Lance Blanks, of course, for the Timberwolves. Yeah, definitely yeah. remember him. Come on, you could have given me a clue. I would have got that. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's not shooting it. blanks, right? <laughs> no, no, he's not. True, true. Okay, um, <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks forward. Um, double zero. Come on, man. Milwaukee Bucks forward double zero. Uh, um. Oh. He likes to vent. Anthony A. Vent. This is a, this is wow. This is an ordinary Packwoods. What's going on? Where's the superstars? We've got Lance Blanks and Anthony A. Vent. Some guy that killed his girlfriend. Another guy we didn't know. What's going on? The He's... coolest, the coolest white boy ever. He was on the Orlando Magic number forty. Okay, but he also played on that Golden State Warriors run TMC team. Um, probably Andrew Kenyon's favorite player of all time. We're talking about. Oh, not the clerk. No. He played on that team with Run TMC. Okay, Minute Bowl, Golden State Warriors. But this is his number forty Magic jersey. Oh, Tom Talbot. Tom Talbot. Tom, Tommy Talbot. Tommy Talbot, nice. All right. Blast from the past. Come on, any, any chance of a superstar in this pack? Yeah, What's right now. Arguably the greatest Ooh. power forward of all time. Um, one part of the greatest, one part of the, one of the greatest dynamic duos of all time. Um, does he um, does he deliver on Sundays by any he chance? He delivers on Sundays. Oh, the mailman! Oh, he's throwing down that patented dunk as well. That's a nice one. What does that say on? Is that a special type of cardwoods, or is that just a normal? Dunk rank 17. So NBA Jam session, it was the 17th ranked dunk of 90... Okay. Of the year, 90... Whatever, he did 90. have about the least variety of dunks that I've ever seen. To be yeah, honest 92, with you. 93. Yeah. Force. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's another one. This is dunk rank, rank number 8. NBA Jam session. Um, New Jersey Nets number 34. Chris Morris? Chris Morris. Chris Morris, of course, he was famous for shattering a backboard as well. He sort of joined that club with Shaq and a few others and actually brought down a, a backboard once, I think, actually in New Jersey. This is a guy that your brothers hung out with from the LA Clippers, man, and had a night out with. For all our listeners who listened to the episode with Matt Clayton. Stanley? Stanley Roberts. Wow. Can you tell me what his listed weight is on the back of that car there, Woods? We're talking 270 pounds or something, or? 290, bro. 290, wow. Yeah, that's, that's a big boy, right? <laughs> okay, I mean, probably unheralded, man, this guy from that Rockets team of the 90s. Um, doesn't get spoken about much. Number seven, uh, came off the bench, a bit of a role player. Um, is he whitey? No, he's black. He is a forward. His name is Carl. Number seven. Oh, Carl Herrera. Yeah. Venezuela's finest, right? Hell yeah. Nice. I think Kevin McHale might be about to block him in that car, though, by the looks. I don't think he's going to get that over the big man there. Look at that. He was actually all right, Carl Herrera. He was. Yeah. He was. Right, he was on that route. Yeah. Okay. Big man. Center for the Lakers. Um, solid player um, in the 90s. Um, 
came to the fore um, with the LA Clippers initially before moving to the Lakers. Yep, number 53. Okay, you're good with numbers. 53, he played for both LA teams. Yep. Mm, any other clues? Give me James a college Edwards. or something. James Edwards. Ah, Buddha. James Buddha Edwards. Of course, he was famous for playing with Detroit Pistons back in the day. Okay. Um, I don't know either of these guys. Denver Nuggets forward. Number 45. Averaged 3.8 points per game for Golden State. Uh, and then moved to the Nuggets. Not drafted. Boston University. Gary Plummer. There's Ooh. no way. There's no way you know this guy. This might be the worst pack we've ever had. Just quietly, yeah. seriously. And Ga finally, Gary Plummer. Yeah. Wow. And finally, forward center from Miami Heat. Number thirty-three, white guy. Worst haircut ever. First round pick twelve. Doesn't even tell me what year he was drafted. Average five point three points Matt a game. Tiger. Alec. Kessler. Kessler. Nice. This is the worst pack ever. hair. Jeez. It's absolutely the worst pack I've ever seen. So we had Carl Malone. Wow, look at that guy. Can he open his mouth anymore for that one? <laughs> so Carl Malone, was there, any, was there actually anyone good in that pack at all, apart from him? Who was the second best player after J.R. Reed was there. Oh, great. The guy who killed his girlfriend, Anthony Event, Tom Talbert, Carl Malone. Chris Morris was okay, yeah. Mm, all right, yeah. Terrible pack. Wow. Interesting pack, but now nah, it was good to get back into it. Though. That certainly got me sort of guessing, and there was a few there that we definitely never heard of there. Like, who was that plumber guy? I'm, I'm going to have to look him up after we finish recording because I did not remember that guy. Or Gary Plummer, did you say? Yep. Gary Plummer, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Gary Plummer, wow. Shout out to Gary Plummer. Oh, no, I appreciate that one, Woods. Looking forward to do some more classic packs over the coming weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, I guess... Sorry, audience, about that really week, shitty so. pack. Yeah. <laughs> and sorry for Woody's internet, too. Um, all right, so I guess that takes us to the outro there, Wood. So, look, as I mentioned at the start of the show, please, you know, um, subscribe to our show on YouTube or, you know, download the audio wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, of course, we can be followed on Twitter, Instagram. We've got our email address there. So on Twitter, we're at throwbackshoops. Instagram, we're throwback.hoops. And our email address is the throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. So why don't you take it away with a bit of the Patreon details there, Yeah, jump on Patreon and, and follow us. Um, really appreciate all the support. And, yeah, thanks thanks to all our Patreon members. Good stuff. And, of course, obviously, those that don't understand Patreon, yeah, there's a lot of costs that are involved with putting these shows together. I think people think that, you know, you start doing a podcast and you're making money. Absolutely not the case. You know, we obviously pay hosting fees for the podcast. We pay subscriptions for Adobe for the, you know, the editing that I try and do a good job of every week amongst a few other things there with the cost. But really appreciate any support you can give us, guys. Um, and, look, I guess um, just before we wrap it up, uh, so, would, so I just want to sort of talk um, about our teams in the NBL. So, of course, we're talking the Wildcats and the Kings there. Who's going to finish higher on the ladder? This is your time to tell me. I'm going to say that the Kings and the Wildcats are going to be one and two on the ladder this year, right? Um, Ooh, interesting. Yep. I, I think we've got the two best squads, the most depth. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm obviously going to say the Kings, but I think the Wildcats have got a really good team. And Corey Webb's a sneaky good addition. Absolutely. Yeah, I called that when they signed him, didn't they? So, yeah, I agree. It's going to be very similar. I'd be very surprised if both didn't make the finals. And that's saying a little bit, obviously, with the way Wildcats finished last year. But I think they have improved their team and certainly look like they've improved their coach as well. So I guess just to talk a little bit about the upcoming weeks there, Wood. So, you know, obviously we finished our NBL team previews. Maybe next week we might just do a couple of um, predictions, right? We did that last season. We haven't had a chance to get to it now. So, you know, some MVP predictions and a few things like that. But we'll also start ramping it up a little bit with the NBA stuff as well. So I know we're going to sort of go through and give some, you know, predictions and some some tips and everything for that upcoming season. So uh, really looking forward to that. And look, Woody did mention at the start of the show, but it is his birthday tomorrow. So I wanted to give a big shout out to you there, Woods. Um, yeah, Thanks, I know nice. you'll be having a big night tomorrow and then I'll be seeing you Saturday. So, um interesting to see what sort of um what sort of shape you're in on um, on saturday the woods but looking forward to um to go and grab a steak and get a nice cold drink with you before those games starts on saturday so yeah, yeah shout out to your woods and yeah just wanted to, to thank everyone again for for tuning into the show final word for the birthday boy get behind the opals you know i mean we really appreciate the outpouring of support from the australian public the new south wales public but some really big games here for for australian basketball and, and women's basketball and just get out there if you can um, and, and and support the Opals, yeah. Well said, birthday boy. All right, so thanks everyone for tuning in and a big peace out from the Throwback Hoops crew. <laughs>